Hi, welcome to That's Life Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Murphy, and this is a Christian podcast dedicated to navigating the transitions of life and how to do it through a Christian lens. I'm so happy that you're here. Pull up a chair, grab a coffee, come as you are, and listen to the word of the Lord and the plan that he has for your life. Because it's hard to have it all figured out, but we can help each other together in the community of Christ. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Stay tuned to hear more. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to That's Life Podcast. My name is Abby Murphy, and today I am joined with a very special guest. Hi, it's Abby's mom. so sorry, headphone users. She just screamed in your ear. That was not screaming. She was screaming a little bit. We're going to move the mic a little bit closer to you because... Because I'm screaming? No, because what mom (laughs) does is she talks on... You you talk on the microphone, and then you'll say something like this. And then you'll say something like this. And then you'll say something like this. And and so I'm sorry, I'm not a professional podcaster. It's okay. Um, we can't all be professional podcasters, and that's just how that's that's life. That's and life. the air fryer is already beeping. <laughs> so I wanted to film a podcast with mom, and of course, in true motherly fashion, right when I want to start something, she goes and does eight million other things, and it's. That's really annoying, actually. You know what? Fair, because I've just watched this lovely sermon on you have to be honest about things. So, yes, that is a true statement. And I'm being honest, so I'm just yes, ministering just to my be mother. Honest. So, yeah. Please don't. Sorry. Be sensitive right now, Mom. <laughs> so, um, yeah. That is true. That is fair. But I also wanted to have lunch after this, so I just stuck a potato in the air fryer. But I well, I also want to think have about lunch after this. Beeping. But I have to go to work, and if my mother is just taking all the time just to make her darn off to a great start. Every time you kick the table, it it picks up in the microphone. Am I kicking it? Yeah, you are. It's going boom. This is just, are we having fun yet? Yeah, I'm just roasting my... Okay, listen. I'm emotional right now, everybody, and this and is And I why. have to take it. And this is why for today's podcast, we you don't have to take it. That's I actually love That's it. a podcast episode somewhere where it's like, <laughs> I don't need to take my emotions out on other people, but I'm also a child. Anyways. You're so, an adult. Well, until I'm 21, I'm still basically a child. I'm still... I can still use the I'm a child card as an excuse until I don't want to use it in other scenarios where I'm like, I'm an adult. Yeah, that's right. It's a fun little three-year gap of that. To your advantage. To your advantage. So anyways, so as I was saying, I've been very emotional lately and you can tell on the podcast because if you've been listening like consistently or just listened to the past couple podcasts... Life has been really hard, and I encourage you to go out and to go see what those are about, um, because it's tough. But my mother has been here to help me through it all, and you've so been I, doing great. You've really, she's real. I'm really proud of you for well, how shucks. you've handled it because you've dealt with it and you've had the grief and you've done the thing. And it's really comforting it. though, like <clears throat> when people will come up to me and they'll be like oh, hey, like, how are you doing? And I, like, don't have to explain to them what happened. Like, they, like, already know because of things on social media or, like, a bunch of people from Bowling Green have been following and supporting me and seeing what I've been posting on Instagram. And it just means a lot to know that they, they, like, know the journey. And it doesn't have to be, like, this constant communication or this constant, like, oh, well, like, let's have a phone call and talk about your feelings. Like, they're just kind of, like, Hey, we know what's going on, and we know you're struggling. Because right it's now. not always easy to talk about it all all the time either, as you're still processing. Yeah. Anyways, before we get into today's episode, I thought we would keep it a little more lighthearted. For those of you that are new, um, I'm a theater kid. I'm a musical <clears throat> theater kid, and I just got done doing a show, and that's what all this drama is about. And I was supposed to live in Texas until December, but now I'm here. 
Now, and if you want to know why, go listen to last week's episode. Or maybe it's the week before, but I think it's last week Mm -hmm. because it was living in limbo. Mm -hmm. So anyways, I'm here with my mom and today we're going to lighten up the load and we're going to play a little fun game and just a little get to know you fun times Um, because Christians can have fun too. And it doesn't always have to be super serious and emotional. My mom's dancing right now and I think Gosh, she's... if you were videoing this right I was now, I'd be say, killing it. I think she was just continuing to dance until I alerted no. everybody on the podcast that she was dancing. No, I was just getting ready for the moment. She wants all of the attention today. Yeah, that's right. Keeping on her that's air right. fryer and her That's dancing. me. And I'm so sorry, Mom. I'm, I'm the performer. The one right I'm now. the performer, the one that won't see all the If you attention. can't tell, I'm having some angst, <laughs> some deep anger inside of me right now. Um, but not towards me. But before we get started into our fun little lighthearted game, I want to play a little segment that was just spur the moment on to me right now that I just came up with in my head. Literally called, just now. What's that drink? Because mom and I are both drinking things right now. Mm. And, um, the, and now we're going to explain it. So my beverage of choice today. You can hear that sound. Guess what it is. You guessed it if you guessed iced coffee with a metal straw. Let me take a sip. A little ASMR for you this Mm. morning. Mm. In my coffee today, I change it up every time. I did cold brew and almond milk. Even though I'm like, I'm not lactose intolerant, but like I kind of like to think that I am. (laughs) Because it does in fact make me go to the restroom. Also known as poo. And then I put ice in there. I put a little bit of cinnamon. I put a couple dashes of peppermint extract and a little bit of vanilla extract and a couple packets of stevia. Mix it all together and you know that it's the best of both worlds. The end. Mom, your turn. So first one, I don't have any fun noises because see, I'm shaking it and nothing's happening. That's my morning drink. This is the horror. This is horrible. This one. This is horrible. when I take a drink right now, I might actually cough because it actually smells so it's, bad. Um, this is my morning. I don't do coffee just because I've never liked coffee, so I do apple cider vinegar, lemon juice, and cayenne pepper. It stinks up the car. It you can smell. It smells it. like you're dying Easter eggs. If you're in within five to six feet of her, you smell. She's chugging the rest of it. Finish that. Okay. Okay. Well, as I was saying, if you're in five, six feet of her, it's disgusting. Okay, she's moving on. Yeah. You can smell it, though. It's bad. It reeks. Okay. So now that we've just bashed on my little morning drink. I'm just roasting you for six minutes straight That's so fun. So I do my shake in the morning, and it's kind of, sometimes it's in addition to breakfast. It just depends. But sometimes if I'm in a hurry, I just take it. So I just try to get all my vitamins, all my good stuff in. So it's like kale and spinach and hemp seeds and flax seeds and chia seeds and peanut butter and all the stuff um used to put a banana don't really like bananas though so do that and then i'll have something else with it breakfast wise later but this is what i chug right now abby thinks it's disgusting it looks disgusting i mean it does look disgusting but it no it looks disgusting y'all so i mean but see to me yours looks disgusting it's coffee Right, but I don't like coffee, so to me... Okay, ew. but yours looks like puke. It's literally green. It does. I'll, I will I'll admit. I will admit. It looks a little... I was going to say, I'll post a picture of it, what it looks like on Friday morning when this uploads. I'll post a picture on the Instagram It looks like a dirty diaper. Because it's not worth May, the main post of no. having it last there forever. But I'll put, it looks like you're drinking diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> and it's on her lip. 
right now, and she wants me to get her a napkin, but yeah. I don't know if I should. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Di- diarrhea? I just said a dirty diaper. This sound is satisfying. Let's see. This sound? You're just hearing That's the literally the, the sound of the lid. Okay. Because it has to lock because of how green it is. Because <sighs> if it spills, it'll stain and it'll be a nasty stained shade of green. I oh, I do put chocolate in here. Anyways, we're moving on now. So now we're going to play a fun little game I like to call Kids Ask Their Mother. So I'm going to, wait, I'm going to position. Are we praying first or is this before the, we pray? No, we'll still pray. Okay. No, we're, don't you even worry, we're still going to pray. But I'm going to position myself to where you can't see these questions. They're not like crazy questions, they're just like get to know. And if you've never listened to Abby before, we don't do prep before, so this is always a little interesting, so bear with me. I literally texted mom as I was coming home and I was like, want to film a podcast? Because I was trying to think of what I was going to talk about this week and I was like, I've been so down (laughs) the past couple of weeks that I just want... To lift my spirits. Also, I will give you guys a little update that my life in Bowling Green is really fun right now, and I'm lifeguarding and I'm playing pickleball every night and I'm hanging out with my friends and I just feel like a kid and it's real a really nice feeling to have to finally feel like somewhat settled and just getting used to more slow paced life, which. I don't really know if I like, but I feel like that's what I need right now because that's what I was given. So I'm just trying to like pour into working as hard as I can in a in a job that I kind of just sit all day compared to like a job where I was like on my feet all the time and literally living my dream. It's hard to have that transition, but I'm loving it and I'm thankful for the people I get to work with and the family I get to come home to. And yeah, that's that. That's the end. Okay, enough of this. It's been 10 minutes of an intro, and it's time to pray. Would you like to pray, Mother? Oh, you want me to pray? Okay. Um, Dear God, thank you so much for this day and just this time um, to be with Abby on this podcast and to be for all the listeners to hear our joy and fun. And I just pray that you speak through us um, and let people hear what you want them to hear and just help this be light like Abby wants it to be um, and just be with us and guide us through and our words and um, help it be fun uh, and let the listeners enjoy. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So for those of you that are new listeners, I don't know. I know I've gained a lot of new listeners, which, hey, if you're a new That's for Life or welcome to the club. It's a potty in here. Um, but the, also mom came up with that, the potty the potty pot. I got so – that's when Dad and I took it over while yeah. Abby was in Hawaii. And mm-hmm. I said it and Dad didn't want me to say it. And I that was, was like, like back when I did hashtag <laughs> that's – Yeah. But anyways, for my new listeners, this is my mother. And she's been on quite a few episodes, like a lot of episodes, because she was part of the influence of why I even started a podcast in the first place. So this is going to be a great way for you guys to get to know her. They're just some silly questions. They're not super, like, deep philosophical questions, but I'm sure we'll – we just go with the flow and it's hard for both of us to get together and not talk about our faith and the Lord. Um, but these are just some silly questions to get the ball rolling, introduce my mother to you and just kind of have a breath of fresh air for this week. So question number one, do you remember the houses that you lived in as a kid? Which one did you like the best? Yes. Crazy thing is. Oh wait, hold on. Oh, lovely. 
Um, the houses I lived in were, I only lived growing up. I only had one house that I lived in for life, really. Um, and that's unusual, at least in our life. We haven't done that. Yeah, um, I lived in two, well, two, you, three. You lived in three. Um, no, you've lived in two. I yeah. you, but we lived with Mama, which yeah, my Yeah, that was temporary. That, was, that felt like I lived mm-hmm. there. I was like four months or something. Yeah, but my house, so I did live in a house. I was born in New Jersey, and I lived in a house there, and I really, we moved there when I was four to Alabama, mm-hmm. and so the house I lived in in New Jersey. And Mom was country. <laughs> well, it's funny, because you start out as being born in New Jersey, and I have heard I was quite a Yankee as a toddler and then that house I sort of think I remember more from pictures like and then hearing about it and then the house um, that I grew up in was in Alex City Alabama on Lake Martin and it was a beautiful um, beautiful setting and great house and really that's where I lived until I got married and then I got married Um, we lived in an apartment in Alex City called the Russell Apartments tiny I could sit and eat dinner and do my laundry and have the refrigerator all in one spot. That was kind of fun. I was going to say, I, I'm sad for when I actually like go live in a house. Mm-hmm. Because I love just everything being so close. Yeah. And like just all in one little area. Like I love yeah that. Even in Texas, it was like, oh, I have to go up the stairs <sighs> to get something. And now I have to go back downstairs yeah, I think it comes full privilege. circle because, like, when I had that, everything small, I kind of wanted more. Then we had, um, I guess, two houses in Atlanta. We got moved to Georgia, and we had... So, what is this now? House number four? Okay, so, house I was born in, New Jersey, that's one. House in Alex City, two. Apartment in Alex City. Well, there were college years we just are not going to talk about because those were dorms and different living. Do you yeah, want okay. no, to take too long? Okay, <clears throat> and then um, moved to Georgia... We were in the first house when Morgan was a baby. Um, That was on Winford Chase, or in Winford Chase. I love that house, too. That was nice. And then you were born there, and then we moved to our fourth house, which is um, in Ackworth. And that's Dad's favorite house. That house in Ackworth was Dad's favorite house. And then we got moved to Bowling Green, and that's our fifth house. So we've had five houses. So which one was your favorite? I haven't had my favorite yet. What? Yeah, haven't had my favorite. I've liked them all. Um, I loved. I did love the Atlanta second house in Ackworth, like Dad's, but I don't know that it was my favorite. Um, and the house, I love our house here too, but I don't know that I've had my favorite. I anyway, think I have a hard time with favorites. I was gonna say I personally haven't lived in my favorite house yet. But it's because I want a white house. I want a house that feels open with a lot of windows mm-hmm. and a lot of light. And I, I'm loving these brown shades in here, but I know it's not for me. Well, believe me, I'm ready for the light too. But Yeah, but I feel like that's also kind of a trend. I just want a lot of natural light in my house. And, like, I don't want blinds. I want, like, open windows. Even if people see me, I don't care. I'm like, that means that it's open. But I don't know how I'm going to have that in my high-rise New York apartment, so... We'll see. Anyways, okay. What did you have as a child that kids today don't have? Like toys or really anything. Hmm. Like back in the olden days. Back in the olden days. What did I have that kids don't have today? Yeah. Honestly, 
more time to be creative because you didn't have phones and all the things. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I had imagination stuff that you because we 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 didn't have yeah, all that. Stuff. I feel like even today, like young kids, which I don't know because I'm not like a young kid, but like young kids get together and they're like, "Hey, want to make TikToks, TikToks, or, or, or play this?" Them. Which is fine because that's also like a form of being creative. Like I remember making yeah. music videos with my friends and like doing that kind of stuff. But it just scares me that, like, what else you're seeing. Because, like, for us, like, we would make video stars when I was young. And that's, Mm -hmm. like, basically just, like, a music... Like, you just pick a song and you make music videos. But you don't, like, post it anywhere. You don't see it. Like, it strictly just stays for you in your eyes only. And, like, there wasn't anything else to, like, compare it to or to look at. And I'm, like, young kids nowadays are, like, scrolling. Mm Mm-hmm and seeing these things and comparing themselves and it just doesn't feel open I guess which I guess people would say that about me too but like for you I feel like I think the other thing too I think the other thing too is like freedom the kids today don't have freedom like we had when we were younger because like when you go out with your friends you you know, like when I was a kid or riding my bike to the wherever I was riding my bike to or do things, you know, parents then, well, A, they didn't even have cell phones to talk and see where you were. So it was like, bye, be back at this time. And oh, that was so it. so you could be bye. a troublemaker. Bye. See ya. But now I have to be the angel. But kid. no, here, no, here's oh, the, I, no, and I wasn't a troublemaker. And mm. not at that time I wasn't. <laughs> no, seriously. But I think what's happened is our world is so different today that like, I don't know if our world is different, like, more dangerous or less dangerous. I just think things are more highlighted and we well, you see hear it on the more, news and so then and that sparks more. Yeah. I do think you it's, I, mean? I think it might have been a little safer back then because everybody well, didn't I'm, see everything. That's what I'm saying yeah. is that people see stuff and then it plants ideas. And that, then, right. And, and the, then it grows and, and grows. And the other people, like, even the, yeah. But, I mean, mm-hmm. there was still. There was bad there's stuff. There's always been bad stuff, but no. Yeah. I think we're saying the same thing, mm-hmm. but. Yeah. But I mean, then again, it's like, if you just keep thinking about all, like, it just has to come to a point, even I like could sit and think about raising my children and I get so scared and nervous for like, even the future of in 10 years, like what What is that that going to be like? But then that's literally, I just have to turn to the Lord because Mm -hmm. there is nowhere else I can go in my mind or in even the world itself that will like allow peace and let me know things are okay but like I'm lucky enough that I have a faith and have a foundation that allows me to be like you know what at the end of the day he's got it well and the thing that helps me he loves my children more than I love my children which is hard for a mother to really comprehend but when I get in those places of being concerned I'm like okay he loves her more than me so I don't have to worry he's got her mm-hmm. and I trust him you know so, what would be yeah. a cool podcast episode to do maybe we do this as like a bonus episode or something but like we write like a how to like we pretend like 10 years from now I'm starting to raise my child and we write like a how to um raise a child in 2030 and do like that because I'm like I want to it's, I don't want to plan out my child's life because the Lord has the plan, but like he also has given me the job of being a parent and producing and raising a family. And like mom and I were talking about this this morning. It's like, yes, the 
allow the Lord to do what he's going to do. But he also gives you the freedom to work and the freedom to choose and the freedom, the free will to say, oh, well, you know, you can make this decision for yourself. Like you can choose how you want to raise your kid. Like, are you going to give them a phone when they're 12 or when they're 16 or blah, blah, blah. So that would be cool to like, mm-hmm. like kind of go through that. And I don't know, like, I feel like in today's day and age, like right now I could sit here and be like, I don't want my elementary school kid to have a phone, but like, well, what would, but like five, seven years down the road, I'm like, yeah. I feel like it's going to be impossible for them not to have a phone. All their school's going to be on their phone. Like, Yeah. It'll be interesting it, if you put something on a podcast. What like you say see. now and what you parent, will I know for a yeah, fact, will change. Because who you are now, who you are then, who it is in the world then around you, all the things change. Yeah. But until you have that child, you think you know, know what you're gonna do and you want to say i'll never do don't say i'll never do this or i'll never do that because yeah i always that'll have haunt said you. i'll never <clears throat> put an ipad screen in front of my kid's face while we're at like a public dinner like mm-hmm. in a restaurant and i just know like if they're screaming but i really i, I don't i think like no i think I that's real that. i think you Maybe can give them like no i'd give them like a rubik's cube or like a coloring book or something yeah but, like, I just never want my kid to grow up thinking that the screen is where... The priorities are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but I also think about raising, like, my children in faith. This is, like, a whole tangent, but it's kind of fun. But, like, raising my children in faith and, like, I don't ever want to, like, force them to read their Bible or to go to church. But it's almost a matter of, like, I feel like I'm just going to lead by example. Mm-hmm. Because your children, like, pick up what you do. And I don't want to sit and be like, okay, now you have to have Bible time. But I'm also like, but should I? Yeah. Because I want them to read it Mm -hmm. and understand it. But Mm -hmm. if they're just reading it to check it off a list, like I don't want them to view reading the Bible as just a checklist kind of thing. Yeah. Which is tough. You know? Yeah. Like, well, with what would Kelly do? I mean, honestly, when y'all. I feel like I just kind of grew up. Wanting to. Well, when y'all were little, like, see, some stuff you probably don't even remember. Yeah, I don't even remember. I would pray with you at your bed, not just... I remember that. I would sing the songs every night and... Well, and then we would start as you got older. For a while, it's fine to do it one way, but then you're developing and growing and changing. And I would pray my prayer that I prayed in front of you first and then let you pray because it sort of showed you... Because you don't ever hear people's prayers if they don't say it out loud. So it kind of showed you, this is how I pray. Now, that's not mean. It doesn't mean yeah. you have to pray that way. And then you would pray your prayers. And yeah. we'd kind of take turns. And it kind of just, and even sometimes when we had hard stuff, you didn't know this. But, like, if we ever had something going on, I could pray it to God with you there and kind of say, forgive me for this. Or, um, you know, I hate that that happened today. Or I'm sorry. And it's also between you, God, and me that let's. That's kind of a cool space. Yeah, would to do you that? say that like your act at that age, your actions speak louder than your words? Yes, at the younger ages. Yeah, because I feel like sometimes, like I mean, at older ages, I feel like that is the same. I think modeling always. But I mean, when you're young, like 
Yeah, like, you mean as a parent? Right. Like I my don't know actions. what my yeah, I don't know what my brain was thinking. Well, that's what I'm saying. When you're so young, you really have to model. You're right. You have to model what you want them to do. If if you want them to be forgiving and you want them to do this or that, you have to show forgiveness. If you don't want them yelling and being rude, you can't sit there and yell and be rude to people. Right. Um, if you don't want them cussing, you can't walk around your house dropping all the words, you know? Dropping all the poops. Yeah. All and the, all the shoots. All the, yeah. All the stuff. So, yeah. Model, I think, is huge. Well, yeah. just... I mean, just like Jesus, like we have to walk the walk. I can't just sit here and read my Bible and then go walk out the door and start doing other things. Because if I call myself a Christian, then people are going to be like, wait, is that what that looks like? So you have to. Right. I feel like we. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like we overcomplicate it too. True. And it's like, just go with the flow gonna be okay go with it. okay anyways question number four think of some relatives who have passed away in the last few years what would they be doing right now if they were with you i just think papa mm-hmm. if, so mom's mom we call mama and papa passed 15 years ago but i knew papa because dad's side of the family nana papa passed but papa passed when i was like a baby like baby baby you were yeah like i don't even think i was one i don't know but i don't remember him like yeah you were but I toddler papa mm-hmm. well papa also lived two blocks down the road from you so you saw right. him more but those are the only people really i know in the family who have passed mm-hmm. i know i know like so what was the it said what would he be what, what would, would they be doing right now if they were with you so what would papa be doing if he were with you yeah, i'm turning the question in, on you if papa was with me right now he would be I feel like we would be just doing everything together. I feel like I was a Papa's girl. Mm-hmm. Like, if he was still here, I feel like we would be best friends. Like, doing everything together. Like, I would go fishing. I mean, you can't go fishing in morning. But, like, <laughs> but you'd be, yeah. If we were on, like, trips at the beach, it would be, like, Abby and Papa are going out on the boat. or Which, not to, like, choose myself as the favorite. But I just see pictures of him and, like, I don't know. Just He was just so He played sick. with y'all. He played with us Big all time. the time. And I feel like now... We would, I mean, depending on his house, like, we would go on walks or go sit yeah. on a bench and do whatever. Like, I feel, I feel like I could see him, like, doing chalk with me on the side mm-hmm. of the road or, like, something. Yeah. He just, which I don't know what he was like with you growing up, but with me and seeing him, he was always the one who got to our level and did stuff with us. Yeah. Like, well, I think y'all came at a great time in his life because I think he started finally figuring it right. out that he needed to. He lived right. most of his life working and Sounds finally, like a lot of the men in our, yeah. our family. Yeah. So he, At he least got mom's side of the mm-hmm. family. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I don't, as far as people that had died recently, my most recent death in the family would have been Joe, um, Joe. Mayan in South Carolina, <clears throat> my dad's brother's husband. I mean, my dad's sister's husband. Yep. My bad. My dad's sister's husband. Um, he, was a, an amazing, just God-fearing man and so wonderful. And even when things were the worst, he, he was, was so always sweet. checking on you. And mm-hmm. so right now, if he were still here, he would, he'd probably be sitting in his garage on his little swing he had in his garage. And he, he would just be loving life and living life. And, but yeah, that's all, that's the most recent one. What would Papa be doing if he was with you right now? Probably hanging out with me. Um, if Papa were here right now, he'd probably be at the beach. Um, and we'd probably be going to join him for the 4th of July and we'd all no, go on his boat. Here. Oh, if he were here, like in Bowling Green? In this house. Like right now. At well, that chair. Number one, Papa wouldn't be sitting. That's true. 
Papa is you. Papa, I always think of you and Papa and me as very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, Papa we would be like, he would be working out in the yard. And yeah. now that's not like me at all. But he would be, he's just very busy. Um, he would be working in the yard. He'd be taking a walk. He would be just whatever he could do just to like be busy. Mm-hmm. He'd probably be on this podcast. <clears throat> I now, like, he would be a great person I on say, the podcast. I feel like he would be such a good on podcast. I'm trying to get Mama on the podcast. <laughs> good luck. Everyone go to Mary Adams on Instagram and DM her and say, you need to go on the podcast. You need to go on the podcast. I've been begging this woman to be on the podcast because we go on vacations together or whatever. She's available. Like, she can. And she doesn't want to because she's just like, I don't, I don't have anything to say. I don't have anything to say. I'm like, Mama... You have more knowledge than all of us combined, as she is, not to call her out, but the oldest. <laughs> I mean, she gave birth to everyone, every guest that I've had on here. Well, not every guest, no. had, but every, like, Murphy family, or Adam's family. Adam's family, yeah. Anyways, okay, besides the point. Question number six. When you were a teenager and young adult, who did you go to for advice? And looking back, was it good advice? When I was a teenager or a young adult, adult, who did I go to for advice? I mean, I was always going to my mom. Really? Always. Like, it was always my mom. Now, when I got married, a lot of times it was my dad because it like when it came to financial mm-hmm. and like... Like business. Mm. Business was my dad, but everything else was my mom, always. And yes, that was a good person to go to. Um, Now, I would have liked to have said when I was young, God was the first person I went to. But unfortunately, at that time in my life, I I was going straight to my mom. Um, Would you say now that has kind of shifted? I've been trying to be more, a lot more focused. It's still, like as a human... I feel like our gut reaction. It's, yeah, well, it's hard. Like, if something really big happens, exciting or bad, I don't get me wrong. Obviously, he knows it right then, and I want to say it to him, but my that, that human response is pick up the phone, and especially if it's, well, if it's good or bad, you want somebody on the other end going, oh, my gosh, like, good, or oh, my gosh, I'm I'm here for you. Not that God can't do that. That was one of my big things recently that I was like, okay, pray before you pick up the phone, you know, Still, Mm -hmm. it's okay to do both. I can. God's given me those people, right, to talk to and to put them in my life for that human reaction. Mm -hmm. But I need to give thanks to him first. Hey, thank you. And during your move and season of all that, it was really, that was a season that it was so like, I felt like I was definitely going to him first in everything. That's so good. Yeah, it was great. It was growth for me in that um, move as well. I feel like it's so easy to, um, it's like, it's a hard, the air fryer's beeping, just if you guys want to know, I'm just keeping you guys updated. They won't be able to hear it, but I can hear it. Um, but I feel like it's so easy to kind of like mis, I don't know what the word is, misconstrue, I don't know, get twisted, like the fine, the, the line between like going to the Lord first, but also like he puts people in your life to seek advice from and to listen to advice from. But when that starts taking priority over his word, like when people's words start taking priority over his word, Mm -hmm. that's when, I mean, quite frankly, it's wrong. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I hate, I hate ever saying anything on the podcast where it's like, this is right. And this is wrong because who am I to say what's right and wrong? Only God knows what's right and wrong. But like, that that's given to us in the Bible, like have no other gods above 
me, says the Lord. Like, if if God is saying in his word, you know, you read in the Bible whatever statement, thou shalt not, whatever. And then I'm going to one of my friends who I'm seeking advice from, and they say, quite frankly, the opposite. It's kind of like, well, you know what's right. It mm-hmm. was told to you. But there are other situations where it's like I go to someone and and I seek advice from them because I'm I'm struggling or even I'm praying for someone to give the yeah. words of confirmation or whatever and the Lord provides that and you know there's just this this fine line between like mm-hmm. the that's another important thing is like the people that you hold closest and hold like in a priority in your life those are the people who you should seek like the people you want to be like are the people you should seek advice from. And so, so if, yeah, so you need to make sure. Because if you're seeking advice from like the popular kids in school, but they kind of make you feel bad about yourself every once in a while. Yeah. It's like, well, do you want to be the person that makes other people feel kind of bad about themselves? So then don't seek advice. Right. From right. them. Or like if someone's talking to you about someone else and then you're like, well, what should I do in this situation? It's like, how much value do their words really hold? Because they're talking about someone else behind their back. Like, why wouldn't they do the same about you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just some things to think about. For sure. Okay. Now we're going to lighten the question. What is your, what was your favorite movie or book when you were my age? Well, I was going to say, not a book. Not a book. Like mother, like daughter. Yeah. I, I wish I liked books more, but I, I just, like self-help books. Yeah. I, I've tried lately to get more into them, but I'm honestly just trying to stick with the Bible to be truthful because that needs to be an accomplishment. Or even like type of movie. I know it's hard to choose like No, like when I was growing up, little, like I say little, but young, um, I remember Grease being like my favorite movie. And I remember, I mean, I remember, this is funny, I remember acting it out. I'd go in my playroom and the TV would be on and I'd dress like, um, what's her name? Sandy. Sandy. I would dress I like her. I playing Sandy and Grease right now. And a friend who's playing Shout out just to both of them. And a friend who's playing Rizzo. Just, just the whole, in different shows though. Well, the Rizzo right? and the Sandy are together. And then in another production, the guy's playing uh, Danny. Yeah. Anyway. So that was, yeah, probably if I had to just say like a childhood favorite movie, that was something from my childhood that I just loved. I'm sure there were others I could go back and think of. And Mine's stuff. the Lorax right now. That's my favorite movie. It's the Lorax. It goes the Lorax, Forrest Gump, and the Grinch. It was Lorax, the Grinch, and then Forrest Gump. But then I realized I would watch Forrest Gump before I'd watch the Grinch. And then, yeah. Anyways, um, for I have two questions. Well, the first one is how did your parents change after they retired? But it, I'm sure that really only goes for Papa. But then I'm like, did Papa ever really retire? Well, he went from his retirement to a smaller kind of job that was still work and then he did fully retire from that that. but not you know he wasn't here much longer after from that like I mean he passed away he didn't have a lot of full-time retirement I'll say anyways so how did they change after retirement um because mama mama didn't go to school she stayed and was a she mom. put she put dad put, through school actually right. she worked so he could go to college right so she kind of paid help. and also raised kids and raised kids because they had kids alone. in college alone well, so not alone but well yeah while he was yeah. doing things so yeah she worked and did all that and um 
Well, I think all I can remember her saying is when dad retired, I remember her calling me one day saying, I think I need to get a job. And it was so funny because she said, you know, you do that for however many years, forever. And she had her own life schedule at home, her home life while he was at work. And he now was at home in her office, so to speak, all day. And he would just want to know everything she was doing every second of the day not like, like anything yeah he just sort of was like well when are you gonna be back or what are you doing or where are you going and she's like oh my gosh I think I need to go back to work I don't know if I can live like this mm-hmm. so they um they had a little adjustment period but you know they trap they all it comes oh no, all every phase of life is takes a little adjustment mm-hmm. so yeah they um they did more going to the beach but they were pretty much um they were good to be apart and good to be together, but like she would want to be with the kids more than I mean, he wanted to be, but he couldn't do it as long as she could. Like he, he's more like, yeah. this is my time frame, and then I'm done. Uh, Mom could live with us she forever. Grew the stamina of being able to be around kids for a long yeah time because that was and it's there a lot of different guys and girls anyway. Yeah. It tends to be like not, not I'm not saying every father or every mother lives that way, but it's pretty common for. Mm-hmm mothers to have a higher threshold for that kind of stuff but yeah I mean they were pretty I don't know if I saw huge huge differences there were some struggles when he retired though because I feel like that goes with anybody though. he That's had a struggles change like work and then I mean going from a workaholic who, yeah, yeah yeah to uh nothing like that's gonna be it's, me you're gonna yeah you'll have to have I'm already preparing though and I'm 20 mm-hmm. I'm already preparing for the shift of retirement and I'm 20 so I think well okay saying just like that thing i told you this morning god created us for labor leisure and love so that was from that but i'm also like there was one of my someone i follow posted something and they were like i want to retire at 25 and i was kind of like i don't know like i want to work yeah like i want to you know not to work to make money but like i like getting up and feeling motivated to go like do something I love and I'm lucky that like I'm pursuing a dream that I love but even if I like there are going to be seasons I'm an actor like I'm not always going to be employed in a show like I'm going to have to work a I hate saying normal job but like a normal job Mm -hmm. and and I'm like I would still rather do that than like retire at this point like like I'd rather do that than not do anything now I'd rather like probably start my own business or like do something like that where I can kind of build my own schedule but like I still want to work like I love the idea of being able to work but not like work my whole day away you know I want to enjoy life too but working is enjoying life I feel like I think if you have the right mindset about it I think a lot of times or a lot today kids I say kids young adults want to work but really want to have their own business because they want it to be on their own terms I think that's it because you want to like travel or I want to do or I want to kind of want to have the best of both worlds a little bit. Like I want to be. I just like the thought of being my own boss because Mm -hmm. it's like I just I'm a control freak, I guess. Like I I want to I'm I really want to which I feel like this is a generational thing. Like my generation is like build your own platform, like start your own. But I really I mean, I guess I've fallen a victim to it, but I love the thought of being able to do that and like. building a brand and starting a whole thing like that would be so cool but first I gotta get rich and famous from being an actor so 
and God's plan. God's plan. No, it's all in God's plan. And if I, if I pray for the desires of my heart to be shown to me, then I'm going to be a happy camper. And you know what's funny is praying for that. You might even find desires of your heart that you didn't even know were there. Well, yeah, which is hopefully you never know. I I really never know. Maybe he's going to throw a huge curveball in there, and then I'm going to be you just never know. Uh, like, I don't know, bodybuilder or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I'm just I guessing. Could, I'm just guessing. Being a bodybuilder. Yeah, I'm just guessing that's not the curveball. I curve could ball. see myself, if I wasn't an actor, being like a van girly and going around the world in a van. I, I feel like I would be so cool. There's, if, there's no there telling. If one job you could work right now, what would it be? One job that I could work? Yeah, just anything. Oh, I've said this just recently. If I could have one job that I could do, I would love to go around and talk to people about Jesus. So missionary. And tell stories. And tell, like, tell stories. I would so love. missionary. I mean, I don't. Guys, you heard it here first. Mom is called to mission, to be I missionary. I didn't say I was called. I just said. She's called like when you, fields. when you hear people and their job send is. send me any God. opportunities that you may no. have for my mother. When you, when you hear people speaking about God and spreading the love of Jesus and doing that every day. And that's like their mission and they do it. But they also get paid. It's like their livelihood. I think that's cool. I well, think why because why don't you go do it? Go do it. Because respond to the call. Well, that's just what I thought was cool. Just because I think so it's cool. cool. Maybe you should start an Instagram and just put out little videos, and then you can reach. People. Oh my gosh, I would be so silly on. I videos. would help you. Oh my goodness. I could help you. I kind of know what I'm doing. Yeah, kind of know a little bit. A little bit. All right, well, you guys heard it here first. Um, my mother wants to go travel the world and tell people about Jesus. So if you know somebody in need of someone who would go somewhere on a mission trip or something. No, I think it's cool. I don't even know missions. Know. Like women. Like I love talking to people that are like the stage down from me that are just in the middle with their, um, you know, middle elementary school age. And they come to me and ask me questions. I'm like, oh my gosh, I could tell you all these like mistakes and different things and good things and bad things and how I would do what I would do the same what I would do different and but most of it making sure you incorporate like when I started doing the prayer with y'all and started doing that stuff with y'all it was like wow this is this is awesome like I would not give up that time for anything because I feel like that is building foundation and there's a lot of parents that I've shared that with they're like oh yeah we don't really we haven't done that they just do their prayers and go to bed and I'm like no that time is valuable like Mm. It's just different things, like sharing little nuggets of things and things that people shared with me that helped me with y'all, you know. Mom could write a book on how to be a mother. Well, I don't Mom know was made that. to mother. I do. I do feel like uh, uh, God, mother, her God gave me that one gift, yeah. maybe, but I don't know that I'm... I, I, it doesn't mean you're perfect at it, and you do mess Still up. Still a little bit mad that you didn't adopt, but it's going to be okay. It was in a thought process at one time. Oh, you would have... And still probably if somebody came up to my door. I, I was going to say... Okay, you heard it here first. Listen, this, <laughs> I'm is, gonna this go, is it. I'm going to go talk. Mom I'm gonna would go literally s- take any child in with open arms uh, if they showed up on her door. I mean, my mom is the... I do love... I love children and people. Caring mother. Both. So sweet. See, now I'm hyping you up. Thanks. Because I'm balancing <laughs> it out from the beginning of this podcast. Thank you, Abby. Anyways, on that note... um, 
Oh, we don't have any more questions? I mean, we do, but it's 45 minutes already. Oh, darn. Like, See, this is what I'm talking about. Maybe we'll do a part two. Hey. If you want to do a part two, let me know. This would be my bad part about being a speaker, though, because I would just sit there, and That's people true. would be in the audience, and I'd be like, she would... wait, hold on. I have more. Well, I'm mostly... well, maybe it's a weekend thing, and I go, and I go, let them have breaks and go have you lunch. Then like you can a... come back, and I... it's like a retreat. Okay, so whenever Mom and I do our How to Raise Children episode, we're also going to plan out my mom's future. Um... <laughs> Even though we just talked about following God's plan, we're actually just going to write the plan ourselves, yes. actually. <laughs> hey, wait. I got another pod thing I want to do. What? No, this is for me because I've been, I've had, when I had all those God moments between you moving to Texas and Morgan and her wedding, it was so much in this tiny little span of the biggest things in both of my daughter's lives at the same time. Like, that was the biggest thing both of y'all had ever gone through. Yeah. And there were God moments. Like, I have never felt his presence so like in my face like I could touch him and it was the coolest thing from beginning to end but the cool thing about it was it wasn't all just roses and a walk in the park there were tough times through it all but he kept just showing me and kept just it was just great and I've had people when I tell the stories they're like oh my gosh that's amazing you need to write a book and I'm like oh I hate books don't like to write I'm all that kind of stuff so then I'm like maybe we can just to get all my feel my like all my an points, audio book maybe we just have an audio of my whole god moments of that okay. time because it was there well, was maybe some you should start a podcast Evie what? <laughs> I think you're really you good at You know how podcast. to do it. No, I You could have a podcast. I could have a podcast. That would be really cool. And the silence means that you like the idea. No, that's like scary. Okay, I'm going to put out a lot of polls on my Instagram <laughs> of for my mother's future and what she should do and all of these things. And you guys are going to have to vote on them. And then I'm going to show her the people want this out of you. Oh my god! Then we'll pray. Actually, we'll pray about it first. No, Jesus. we'll pray about it during. We'll pray about it after. And I think my mom should start a podcast. And we're just gonna have we just have fun in the meantime. I think my mom should start a podcast. I think who's I, with me? I think I love you, Abby. Okay, I actually have to end this because because she'll keep talking. Even though it's almond milk in my coffee, I still am feeling something. So. On that oh, note, thank brother. you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Mom, for coming on thank the podcast. Thank you. This was fun. Um, so it was fun. so fun. I'm, I hope you guys learned a lot about my mom, and now we're going to pressure her to go on a mission trip and start a podcast. Um, so that's our goal for today. Totally kidding, but kind of not. I love you all so much, and Jesus loves you, and... And I love you. And she does love you. I do. And, that is and, and that's, that's life. life. You're so good at that now. Thank you so much for listening to That's Life Pod. You are now a hashtag that's for lifer. You are part of the potty people because we are always having a potty with the potty squad. That was weird. Anyways, if you want to find out more, go on Instagram, head over to That's Life Potty, P-O-D-D-Y, because you are not part of the potty people. I really need to stop with this joke. If you want to find out even more, you can head over to the YouTube, That's Life Pod. There is a link in the Instagram bio with a link tree for more information on everywhere you can stream. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Jesus loves you. And that's life.